Chapter 7 The Vacuum Swaddling For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign for to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothing, lying in a manger. It's found in Luke second chapter eleven through the twelfth verse. Swaddling a newborn baby gives the baby a sense of security and peace to a point that it mimics the feeling of being in their mother's womb. Once the baby is born, parents are encouraged to provide a swaddling atmosphere for the baby to help the child feel safe and non-isolated. Swaddling has significant residuals on a child and the parent as it provides a place where the child can be watched and carried around safely. Another instance of a swaddled in society is what is known as a papoose in some cultures of the Americas. Therefore, the precedence of swaddling a child is pretty well known. Additionally, when a child is born, each of them may or may not like to be swaddled, especially for long periods. Therefore, when a child begins to cry or show discomfort, the parents are supposed to be there to make things better for the child. This is important because showing the child in the early stages of life that you are there and your imprint is available, they will begin to trust and know that you will be there for them. Just as a premature born into the world with no interaction with a human touch for an extended period of time runs the risk of feeling abandoned and isolated because of their confinement in the incubator. As parents, we must understand that we are the security blankets for our newborns during the first six months of their development. As we begin to train the child to eat, sleep, and respond to difficult sounds and movements, we must be careful not to startle the baby or, most importantly, physically injure them. Injury is more likely to happen to a baby due to accidents that occur in the presence of a loved one because of the fragility of the baby's bones and structure. We must always be aware of the child's surroundings and safety. When we consider the health and safety of the baby, we can prevent accidents or trauma from happening to a child or parent. However, what if there has been a vacuum of love or peace in the parent's life? Can they successfully provide safety and stability for the child? Possibly not in a way that accurately reflects a positive environment for the child. The parent may have experienced trauma in their past and are trying to find comfort and security as well but in the wrong people, places, or conduct, which results in their becoming pregnant or raising a child. 
The child relies on their swaddling and acceptance to feel security when he or she cries or is sick. But the parent is detached from the child's crying or feelings and has a hard time connecting with the child to comfort or help the child. This frustrates the parent to a point of failure or disbelief. Thus, a vacuum happens in the baby's and the parent's lives. Both are looking for acceptance. The parent is looking for affirmation and acceptance of the child, and the child is looking for love and security from the parent. Unfortunately, a free space of fear and anxiety is growing between the two entities that need that space desperately filled. If that vacuum space is not filled or closed, other feelings will develop in the child and in the lives of the two people. Unfortunately, this is the beginning stage of a void for the mother, which can begin with anxiety and frustration. Then it can turn into depression and resentment of the baby because of the empty rewards of love and peace that have been filled with negative feelings in themselves and her ability to help the child feel secure. If this vacuum is beginning to happen, seek medical attention quickly or open dialogue with the positive and caring person who has experienced childbearing and the early stages of parenting. Please reserve your time and energy to speak to anyone who has not or does not want to experience childbirth or have a child. Their energy in this situation is not helpful because they have not endured what you are experiencing and therefore do not provide strong advice to help you get through this part of your life. Additionally, Always keep in your heart that the child is new and has never been born before, so they do not know how to handle birth. We are all learning as we go, and we must not apply so much pressure on ourselves to have all the answers. That is why it's so important to have family or friends who have children to provide help and advice. However, knowing the sources you are gaining information from is important. The Bible tells us in Matthew, the seventh chapter, the 15th through the 20th verse, that we must look at the fruit of the person with whom we get our information. It reads, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you shall know them. It's important to remember and know that if a person's mannerism 
and life do not reflect peace and calm, they may not be a good source of information to help you if your life is in chaos. Also, when we are fighting to maintain balance and peace in our lives, we have to find a way to incorporate a relationship with God and the inspirations of his teachings in the Bible as stories that can inspire and uplift our spirits when we need it most. As we embrace change and life's challenges, there will be times when we are forced to address our shortcomings and the past traumas and vacuum patterns that brought us to the emotional and mental place that we are in. There is no shame or detriment in knowing that you need help and are not perfectly and wonderfully made. This is not because God created you in error or flaw, but because of the trauma or abuse you may have endured. I'm reminded of what Sir Isaac Newton said regarding the third law. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. This is the vacuum effect reacting to the life of a person who endured trauma as a child or as a person growing up trying to be a good parent to a child or baby with no trauma or bad experiences. In some cases, the bad experiences of the parents past will join forces with the trauma and anxiety in their lives to react negatively in a baby or child's life, thereby creating traumatic situations for the child. The parenting skills cannot improve until a third party is introduced to the equation. This is a positive and loving example to be provided to the parent as an instruction to stand on to balance good and bad. Mental health providers and clergy counselors can provide information and help the parent to access better tools and support to help suppress and eventually manage the trauma and pain that the parent experienced in their lives. This will significantly help with incorporating the tools and mental strategy to raise and love a person looking to know security, love, and peace. Lastly, it is important to know that the vacuum effect does not have to be permanent and life-altering for us who have experienced trauma or abuse in our lives. It is essential to find an avenue of healing and acceptance. Yes, we endure trauma and pain, and we are victim of horrific and life-altering circumstances. Yet, we are not defined by our trauma or pain. We are defined by our ability to survive and thrive after the pain. We can find rest and peace through therapy and positive support systems that we build in our lives to give us accountability and acceptance of who we are and have become through our emotional vacuum and realistically desire to see us grow and overcome our past so that our future can begin with 
a blessed assurance in friends, family, and faith. We can choose God. God can spiritually help us where we are in our hearts and spirit. Some of us look for help through alcohol and becoming promiscuous, and unfortunately, it also resulted in becoming more and more separated and hurt. This time, we are the abuser and the inflictor of the vacuum effect because of our inability to properly love and respect the people whom we come in contact with. But God and God's teaching is meaningful and inspirational when we can look at the foundational value of scriptures and see that it is love and mercy that he desires to provide for each of us. This is the swaddling of the one true God that gives peace and security to our emotional well-being and cognitive thinking. When God swaddles us, it feels like protection and safety. Safety from our past and help with our present so our future can grow and blossom into something new and exciting. Finding the strength to move past the pain is not easy because there may be objects that constantly remind us of our pain and our problems. Still, it is important not to carry or inflict traumas on the object of our past because it is innocent of the pain and deserves understanding and love. Just as a study discovered that no twins always thinks or feels the same, and it is due to their environment and who they are raised to be. It is the same rule for a child of a person who traumatized or abused you in the past. It was not them. And the great advantage is that you can show love in spite of the anger or resentment to initiate the healing process and possibly infill the vacuum of free space with something greater than pain and hurt. We can choose life and love.